You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Hello and uh, welcome to it. This will be the uh, last uh, holiday season for uh, this guy going to my side of the family in Iowa tomorrow. So uh, it's going to be kind of fun. I think it's going to be fun. Anyway, welcome to the show. We've got a lot of things to uh, to get to. I, I do want to mention this at the very beginning of the show. This will be a big deal to you uh, you Gen Xers out there, you fellow Gen Xers out there, the people who will uh, who will save the world, uh, the analog generation, uh, as well as millennials, by the way. Gen Z, uh, kind of kind of iffy there. You know, you boomers as well. But uh, this is a uh, little hat tip to uh, Gen X. We did have a passing. Don't give up on us, babe. David Soul. I know we put a last one by. His soul is no longer on the earth. You probably don't know this uh, theme song, kids. But it was when theme songs were pretty cool. That would be Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. He was the uh, he was the Hutch. He was the Hutch. Uh, yeah, he was uh, David Soul was the Hutch. And uh, back in the nineteen seventies, when I was a little boy, uh, not only could you be a TV star, but they could even wrangle you, bring you in, and make you a recording star as well. They even made uh, Peter Chris from Kiss into a vocalist for a pretty bad song called Beth. That was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time in a different place. Uh, but Starsky and Hutch, I'm, I'm sure many of you uh, uh, know Starsky and Hutch because uh, there was a movie. Uh, ben uh, Stiller was in it a couple years ago, like 12 years ago now, and uh, they redid it. Never matched the magic of uh, Starsky and Hutch. Uh, when I was in fourth grade, I'll never forget, we wanted Starsky shoes. Everybody wanted Starsky shoes. And they were like the original, they were like before the Nike shoe craze and everything. They were these blue with yellow striped shoes. They were running shoes, essentially. Uh, my family couldn't afford them. So we had a much cheaper version of it. It was like we had Blarsky shoes. I think it was a guy who was a Polish guy. Nobody knew who he was, but, but, but we wore that. So uh, anyway, uh, God bless uh, David's soul. David's soul is, uh, is uh, no longer with us, and he lived to be 80 years old. So here, here, that's a pretty darn good life, if you ask me. Uh, yesterday, Joe Biden launched a new TV ad. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I, I, don't, I don't think he's done anything to, to actually prove that. I believe in free and fair elections. I, I, again, you, you, duh. The right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. Well, the, uh, the, 81, the 51 Intel members and then all the drop boxes and the Zuckerbucks and the FBI and the DOJ and the DHS covering up uh, the laptop and Russia collusion and all that. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. There's something dangerous happening in America. A bunch of patriotic people want America to get back to a common sense away from nonsense. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? We're not a democracy. We're a representative republic. History's watching. The world is watching. Most important, 
aren't yeah, The world is laughing, actually. It's watching and it's laughing. Children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. <laughs> Except for your stripper uh, uh, grandchild. They, they, they won't be watching. Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one voting of this administration. And I ask every sure, yeah. American. You think he could have done a second tape where, take where he'd actually be able to say all the words so you could understand them? To join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides. Yeah, he has to remind everybody now that we're still a place of possibilities. And did you remember? We were, we are, we, we can do that again, I think. We the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. Then why are you dividing us? That's what I want to know. Why are you going to go to Valley Forge today? And you're going you're gonna to deliver a speech on uh, Ashley Babbitt Day. Is, is what I'm calling it is Ashley Babbitt Day. And uh, <laughs> it's January the 6th, and, uh, you know, tomorrow is, by the way. I guess maybe because uh, the, the reason they're doing it today is because the, the uh, holiday for Democrats falls on a Saturday. And, uh, and I think banks are closed only for Democrats today. <laughs> You know, this is this is just fantastic. We're once again being called the Nazis and enemies of democracy, the people who actually stand while the national anthem is being played, the people who actually, uh, uh, you know, give to charity, the people who go to church, the people who uh, who believe in the greatness of the country, the people who uh, who don't uh, who uh, who who actually love the country, who love the military, who want our borders uh, sealed, who who don't care about color, who don't care about anything. They just want the best of the best for their families, for their kids, for their children and grandkids. But that is good enough for the Democrat Party because that means adherence to a successful governance of the last 250 years. And uh, and they still think that communism isn't going to work. So, you know, or is going to work. And it always does uh, one thing. It results in the death of hundreds of millions of people. And so, as I've said before, uh, we're going to be called more names today. And I'm not talking about Trump supporters. I'm talking about patriotic Americans in general, although he's going after Trump supporters. And that's what all this talk about white supremacy is. That's why Vivek Ramaswamy was asked about white supremacy, even though nobody's a white supremacist in the country. It's always been a lunatic fringe uh, group of people. Everybody knows it, but they got to create a boogeyman, and then they can tie it to Donald Trump, and then somehow Donald Donald Trump is, uh, even though he made Jerusalem the uh, capital of Israel, he recognized it for the first time. He's an anti-Semite. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So what I'm going to do is every name that he calls me today, as I have in the past, deplorable, MAGA fascist, uh, uh, enemy of democracy, white supremacist, uh, whatever else, uh, I am going to uh, take those names. I am going to love them and hug them and name them George. I will name him George, and I will hug him and pet him and squeeze him, pat him and pet him, oh, yes. and, and, him him and caress him and... I am a deplorable MAGA fascist enemy of democracy, and I'll just go ahead and add enemy of this state. Gladly an enemy of this iteration of the FBI, the DOJ, the CDC, the HHS, the DHS, the IRS, the Department of Education. I'm, I'm trying to the, the uh, well, Social Security Administration. Well, yeah, why don't you get your crap together and actually, you know, make yourself solvent. Um, but pretty much every iteration of every department in this federal government, I consider myself proudly to be an enemy of this state, not an enemy of the country as founded, just an enemy of this state. Yeah. But you kind of wonder why, uh, you know, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is being asked of all things, because here's what I think. They're scared of him. 
Now, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is not my choice for candidate. You know that. I'm not, I've never made any bones about that. Uh, you know, the, this is a different election that we've ever had in our country's history. If you think it's the same as every other election we've had, is it's the same as 2016 or 2012 or 2008 or 2004 or, or you know, whatever, you're out of your nut. It's different because there's one candidate being targeted by everyone in the deep state. All right, everybody in the deep state, two impeachments that failed, a raid on Mar-a-Lago after he left office, four political indictments all coming down at the same time. And everybody understands why. It's because they scare, they're scared of him. And now Vivek Ramaswamy is actually saying things like on the debate stage, calling out reporters, telling the truth about things. January the 6th, uh, unabashedly saying things that were considered disinformation and misinformation. Here he is last night again being asked about white supremacy. And again, uh, the reason why they target, they're targeting him is because they want to take him down because he's exposing truth. Now, does Vivek have a chance to be the president this election cycle? No way. It's just not going to happen. Uh, could he be a, a very, very influential member of, uh, of a Trump cabinet? I, I think that would be really, really cool. Could he be a vice president? I, you know, I'm not right down with that right now. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm leaning toward Christy Nolm or Byron Donalds. But here's Vivek Ramaswamy last night. Why is this guy <clears throat> a brown man uh, of Indian descent? <laughs> Being asked uh, if he will condemn white supremacy, which is almost non-existent in America. Uh, what, uh, white supremacy and what happened last night for a moment. Because when you were talking to reporters last night, you called white supremacy a myth. When someone asked you about Dylan Roof, you said you didn't know who that is. Have you looked up what happened in 2015? Yeah, yeah look, I, I, I've, said, I've, I've said this last night. Invidious racial discrimination is wrong no matter how it happens. But if a Washington Post reporter is asking me almost like a catechism, yes. whatever question I said, I'm against invidious racial... Just dip your fingers in the water. ...discrimination, whatever form it takes. It says, <laughs> do you denounce white supremacy? It's incumbent on us for us to define what white supremacy is. I wrote my book, Woke Inc., and I've written about the detailed... Nice work out of the plug uh, on the book there, buddy. ...understanding of what the popular understanding of these terms have come to mean. Do you believe punctuality is a vestige of white supremacy, Dasha? Look, because if you don't, then you have a disagreement about many of the people who are defining those terms, <laughs> or the written word, or the use, or the nuclear yes. family. Yes, yes, yes. This is I, these aren't my words. Uh. These are the words of intellectual proponents from Ibram Kendi to the Ayanna Presleys to BLM that have said these are vestiges Look, of white supremacy. So Mr. we can't have it both ways. You, yeah. you have to have an you honest. Yeah, you know, white supremacy is something that they've been fed by the federal government, by the people in power. Let's go with the white supremacy. It's the same nonsense crap that they started on day one of the Biden administration with the FBI declaring white supremacy to be the biggest terrorist threat. The DHS declared white supremacy to be the biggest terrorist threat. All those people coming across the border, those military-age males coming in from uh, the Middle East, are they white supremacists? How about all those Chinese uh, coming in across the border, uh, the southern border, the military? military age males are they white supremacists because i consider them to be a bloody threat but this is your uh, this is your federal government this is what they're trying to do to half the population and we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today white supremacy is no, 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 the border we're not going to ignore that either china but on the best days enough of us have the guts and the hearts to st stand up for the best in us.
the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. You're the most racist person who's been in the White House in decades. Our own intelligence agencies in the United States. The of one that you're in control of. America. Yeah. Have determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat to our homeland. Well, if they've determined that is the greatest terrorist threat to our homeland, then we're bleeped uh, because it's not. And everybody knows it. It's uh, it's really is. It's just uh, it's just nonsensical, and uh, and, and it's got. I, I found this by the way. This is MSNBC one hour last month. Okay, rather than focusing on the country, rather than focusing on the obvious uh, criminality of the Biden crime family, whether the, rather than focusing on the southern border, they got one thing in mind. Thank you for being with us this morning, and we'll begin the week with the latest on former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Trump's Trumps, we heard from Trump. Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's <laughs> mouth. Trump's, Trump, Trump, Trump advisors, Trump. The Trump situation, uh, Trump, Trump. If that was on a piece of paper, that person would be a stalker. I'm President Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Stop bugging me. Four more years. Trump, 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 as it relates to. I'm never gonna love you, stop, stop bugging me. Trump, Donald Trump, and that's Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Trump himself and Trumpism. Donald Trump, Donald Trump's Donald Trump. Yeah, and Trump, Trump is. Trump, I'm Donald Trump. Hang on. So Donald Trump, Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump's Donald Trump's. <laughs> okay, that's just, I can't. I can't do it. It is uh, it is remarkable, and it's and it's telling you what it should. You know it as well as I do. Obviously, when the same people have been lying to you about everything, when the same people who have told you that everything you believed is misinformation or disinformation, and as each one of those dominoes fall, and you discover that you were right and they were wrong. Then they go after the guy who you're considering supporting. Then you go after the America First agenda. And you expect the American people to go, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> it really is ridiculous. All right, so we've got a lot of stuff on the show today. I'm going to open the phone. 800-922-6680. Coming up, we've got uh, some new polling with regard to uh, Nikki Haley. There's been a lot of talk about Nikki Haley as a possible running mate. Uh, Don Jr. says, I don't think that's going to happen. We're going to get into a victory for Donald Trump in California, trying to get him off the ballot. Uh, oh, oh, and of course, uh, lots on the Epstein case. Uh, you ever remember that prank call where the kids would call and say, you got Prince Albert in a can? Uh, well, now you could say that uh, Prince uh, was it Pr- Prince uh, Andrew could be in the can for 20 years and he might take it. Never mind. Anyway, all of that's coming up on a Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Had this cranking last night in uh, Buck, the Bronco. Got a subwoofer in the back that any 16-year-old boy would, like, give his right arm for. Thank you very much. So, uh, oh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's dead. And uh, and Bill Clinton was on his list. And uh, Bill Clinton had a penchant for uh, young women. I don't know if you knew this. And uh, and apparently the, the rumor is, and uh, exposed in the uh, Epstein's documents, that Bill Clinton wanted to defend his buddy Jeff Epstein. <laughs> They're the only two adult men in the Chuck E. Cheese with no kids. I don't know. Anyway, apparently went into the, uh, to the newsroom at Vanity Fair because, you know, you don't want Vanity Fair to expose you. <laughs> and he threatened them. And Paul Shanklin, Paul Shanklin, <laughs> wishes he were Jim Gossett. 
Rehoboth Beach, one of my favorite places, uh, at least it used to be before uh, Joe Barton started going there on vacation all the time. Uh, Bill, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Uh, good afternoon, Rob. Yeah, it used to be my favorite place, too, until uh, Nitwit Biden got in the White House. I'm ashamed. I'm actually ashamed to say I'm from Delaware with, uh, with, with him in there. Anyway, uh, yeah, you were talking about the, uh, you were talking about the uh, FBI, the, you know, the classified... Uh, Trump supporters as uh, domestic terrorists. All Trump supporters, Biden saying the same thing. Uh, we're all domestic terrorists. Let me tell you something. I truly believe this, Rob, that they're laying the groundwork by saying that for if and probably will steal the election once again. But this time it's going to look so blatantly obvious, so blatantly obvious, because everybody forgets it's not just Biden. It's the Democrats themselves. That's why I hate when they harp on Biden, Biden, Biden. Yes, let's harp on him, but let's blame the policies on Biden and the Democrats. It's the whole party. They're a bunch of scum freaks. Anyway, yeah. they're, they're, labeling the Demi- they're labeling Trump supporters as domestic terrorists for when things go bad and the people of this country try to take it back, then they'll be killing us. You All right, thanks, thanks for the call, Bill. I do appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. They're trying to make enemies out of half the country. Uh, Hitler did it to the Jews. What? Yeah. It's always that way. When people in power want to, power want to take out their, their opposition, they demonize the other. Uh, the, and this is deadly, deadly dangerous because we are patriotic Americans. And honestly, we're just not going to take this nonsense anymore. And I'm going to tell you, you're picking a fight with the best armed intellectually and physically people on the history of the earth. And many of us are, uh, are ex-military, are ex-police, and we're just done with it. And we will be defensive if something like that should happen. But things are going to get very big and very ugly in the next year, and you can already feel it. I can already feel it. And if they're willing to literally call half of the country white supremacists, then they are. That's why I said last year that speech in front of Independence Hall. I said there was no reason for that speech except for pure Trump and Trump supporters, MAGA, hatred, and violence. That what it is what it is all about. They have no intention of working together. All they want to do is take you out, is to dehumanize you. And, uh, and honestly, I think 
patriotic Americans are done with this nonsense, and this is going to fall flat on its face. So coming up, we've got a little bit of uh, polling with regard to Nikki Haley, the possibility of her being Trump's VP, and lots of Epstein stuff on The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Here's to a record-setting president, Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. <laughs> Donald Trump isn't just a former president. He is a defeated This is last president. year. We just have to vote. 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 You dead and people make sure too. no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. Yeah, like- you stole the election. You stole it. You stole it, guys. Yeah, tomorrow in Valley Forge. So, so uh, uh, Joe Biden, who is uh, clearly... Uh, uh, not a friend of the United States. His actions, his uh, involvements, his money coming from our enemies to the tune of millions and millions of dollars when he became president, he uh, made us energy dependent, immediately enriched China, opened our southern border. Uh, His presidency, it's a quid pro quo, guys. His presidency is the quid pro quo. For all of the money that came in from all of our enemies, you can see it in his executive actions. It should be fairly obvious, but, you know, some people are just kind of kind of blithely stumbling through life and all of that. And this guy is uh, demonizing half of the population, and that is his campaign strategy. Who else has done that in the past? Has any, has any I don't know, uh, regi- uh, uh, a democratic regime or uh, uh, people, you know, a regime that uh, enj- loves uh, the people and, and the country's people ever run a campaign on hating and calling half of the country white supremacists, mag- uh, enemies of democracy and all of this stuff. No. And, and when it does happen and when those people assume power, things get really killy in a hurry. So that's why, uh, you know, you should be a little worried about that sort of nonsense rhetoric from a, uh, a man who clearly isn't doing the job because his brain is gone. And so, you know, I'm going to call tomorrow Ashley Babbitt Day, and nobody's going to watch his stupid speech, but he's going to do the same thing. Like he, 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 uh, he got in front of Independence Hall. Now he's going to go to Valley Forge. Where's he going to go next? Mount Rushmore? I mean, wh- where's he going to go next? It really is, uh, it really is quite, uh, quite amazing, to be quite honest, and... And troubling, but you know what? Uh, we don't have time to be scared. You know, we just really don't. So a lot of talk. Uh, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy is back in the headlines. He's uh, uh, given the press a little what fur, and I and I love that. By the way, uh, Nikki Haley is uh, now uh, in in South Carolina. She is polling uh, behind Donald Trump. 
by 29 points. So in her home state, she is 29 points down behind Donald Trump. A new Emerson College poll uh, shows that uh, he's got 54 and she's got 25. No other candidate in the race, uh, candidate in the ra- uh, the race uh, reached double digits, and uh, Ron DeSantis garnered seven. Uh, Chris Christie or Chris, yeah, Chris Christie five. Uh, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy three, six uh, percent said they were undecided. So, uh, so there is uh, there is that there is. That. And Chris Christie, by the way, he was on the View. Dear God, uh, he was on the View, and he said that uh, Donald Trump was going to go to jail. And uh, and uh, Nikki Haley said that she would pardon Donald Trump. And both of them basically are saying, "Oh yeah, we don't believe all of these indictments are political. Actually, they have to because they're not stupid, but they're not willing to admit it." They would rather see Donald Trump uh, go to jail or be charged than stand up and say, hey, all these political indictments are just because he's running for president. And that's why they've lost all favor with me. That's why even old Ron DeSantis, unless you can say that uh, these indictments are political in nature, knowing that they could happen to you, then honestly, you put becoming the president above uh, destroying how we select the president. And that's why, that's why I have a problem with them. That's, that's one of the big things, guys. At least Ramaswamy is going to give him a little what fur, telling the truth, not accepting the, you know, not going to accept the bait, which was uh, baited, you know, the day before yesterday. Uh, are you willing to uh, condemn white supremacy? And if, and if Vivek Ramaswamy said anything but, well, no, because uh, that's all they need. They've got enough where they can destroy him. And Vivek Ramaswamy said, I'm not going to take your catechism. I'm not going to go down. I'm not down with this nonsense. Uh, white supremacy, a very tiny, tiny movement in the country that has always been, uh, you know, and nobody's ever paid attention to it. And all of a sudden you're trying to make a big deal out of it because, are you ready? Remember? Yeah, the DOJ, the FBI, and Joe Biden declared Trump supporters white supremacists. Do you understand now? Do you understand? And when you take this, this tack, you're never going to get Trump voters if you're not willing to stand up and defend them. And clearly you're not. Anyway, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about the <clears throat> possibility of uh, Nikki Haley becoming Trump's run- running mate. You know as well as I do, that would be absolutely catastrophic to his campaign. And it would, it would piss off probably 95% of Trump voters. It really, really would. I'm just being, you know it as well as I do, because you don't trust Nikki Haley. You know that she is a uh, old school Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, uh, Liz Cheney Republican. It should be very obvious to all of you by now. Well, Don Jr. was on uh, on uh, Newsmax the other night, and he basically said, that's not a real consideration. It's not about fitness. I think he's fit to be president. It's should he be president. I don't think he should be president. You know, I thought he was the right president at the right time. I agreed with a lot. Yeah, I want her as the running mate. His policies. The problem is, you see, our country is in disarray. Our world is on fire. And you can't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. And Donald Trump brings us chaos. Oh, I think we need some chaos. So it's not about being fit. It's just I don't think he's the right person to be president. Listen, I, I wouldn't have her out. I would go to great lengths to make sure that that doesn't happen. Nikki Haley <laughs> wants never-ending wars. She's a puppet of the establishment in Washington, D.C. Uh, she's the new favorite candidate of the billionaire class because they want control. No different than academia and Harvard and using you know their billions to exercise influence. They want someone they control. Uh, Ron DeSantis has proven that he doesn't have what it takes to be on that stage. He's embarrassed himself that way. She's now the preferred candidate. Uh, no, I, I would not want Nikki Fox Haley to be to like there. Her, All we get Fox from her is never-ending wars. And by the way, 
All you'd get is her, a team trying to destroy Donald Trump from within forever. The second she ever got that, you know, anointment, uh, it would be a disaster uh, of epic proportions. So I, I would hope that that never is on the table, and I don't think it is. All right, there you go. We will, we will see. We will see. Um, by the way, you know, tomorrow is uh, January the 6th, and uh, my friend Jim Gossett said, you know, we ought to play some of our best January the 6th stuff today. And so I'm going to tee this up real quick here. For you Gen Xers who grew up with Schoolhouse Rock, and you millennials, by the way. Democrats don't know what to do. Uh-huh. The battle stuff that isn't. Their new misdirection is holding a hearing about insurrection. Insurrection, Miss <laughs> Cheney, she's 80. She's just another rhino plotting with the crooked Democrats. Come November, she won't have a job. These hearings are a kangaroo court. Uh-huh. A show trial that they ought to avoid. For a garbage collection, I have a correction. There never was an insurrection. It's phony, it's phony. It's desperation by the dead to distract from the bad economy. A show trial that would make Joe Stalin proud. Very nice. That is, uh, of course, Jim Gossett. And, uh, yeah, even even CNN admitted after the uh, after the uh, uh, the impeachment that it wasn't an insurrection. Donald John Trump, President of the United States, upon two articles of impeachment exhibited against him by the House of Representatives yes, yes, yes. and two thirds of the senators present not having found him guilty of the charges contained therein, it is therefore ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be and he is hereby acquitted of the charges in said article. There you go. So uh, there's that. And and I got to tell you, uh, this is happening all over the country. Federal judges demit, dismissed a Trump ballot disqualification uh, with prejudice. California judge uh, ruled against a plaintiff that attempted to bar the former president from appearing on the ballot. Federal judge dismissed the lawsuit uh, that the, sought to keep him from the ballot. David Carter is the judge granted a motion to dismiss the lawsuit with prejudice, which means it can't be submitted to the same court again because it's so stupid. Anyway, a plaintiff argued, are you ready for this? This is, this is like Claudine Gay's defense. Uh, a plaintiff argued, uh, attempted to argue that they suffered emotional injury as a result of the breach of the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> this is what, so one person watching news coverage ex- experienced emotional injury and decides to take Donald Trump off of the ballot. How freaking stupid are you people? While watching the events unfold on television, on the radio, and in various publications. <laughs> They then argued that the incident caused them severe emotional distress and filed the lawsuit to take him off the ballot for everybody because of their emotional distress. Dear God in heaven, if they find a TV show to be offensive, they ask like Netflix to be taken off the air? Probably. Anyway, the decision by Judge Carter, a Clinton-appointed jurist who was ruled against President Trump in a separate case, was, was posted online by Harmeet Dillon. Friend of the show. The remnants of the last California case to keep President Trump off the ballot here were dismissed today by Judge uh, O'Carter. But they're trying this not only with Donald Trump, but other Republicans across the country. 
They're trying to get them off the ballot. This is what they're going to try to do, and it's insane. It's, it's insane and massive. And the only thing that can be done about this is if the Supreme Court rules in favor of Donald Trump and ends all of this nonsense... Because what they're trying to do is not only uh, pack the Supreme Court, but destroy the election process by flooding it with these uh, with these petitions to get people off of ballots and making up charges. This is everybody. This is from you know city council all the way up to the president of the United States. Here is uh, uh, Jonathan Turley. Uh, he was on uh, on TV last night talking about what they're planning on doing and what they're doing right now, and it doesn't end with Donald Trump. Is that there is no limiting principle here. That is, people keep on talking about the effort to bar Trump. What they need to keep in mind is that years ago, dozens of Democrats went on the record saying that they wanted to bar uh, many of their Republican colleagues from ever holding... Yeah, they did it a couple of years ago. ...holding office again. There was legislation that was put forward, signed by dozens of Democrats, saying that they're all fellow travelers of insurrectionists. Unreal. That's the same underlying theory under the 14th Amendment yeah. uh, that is being used in the Trump case. So this can be replicated throughout the country. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes this not just so untenable and unfounded, but so dangerous for our democracy. Absolutely. And, and it's ridiculous. And because Democrats can't, uh, uh, they don't know what you want. All they care about is who they are courting. Right now, it's people coming across the southern border. They could give a crap less about people of color in America's inner, inner cities. They give a crap less about poor people living in, in Appalachia or in, uh, in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. The Democrat Party, they have no clue, and they don't care, because all they want to do is march towards Marxism. All they want is equity. Equity, which is communism, which means everybody gets the same no matter what your effort. They've tried it, and it's resulted in a lot of people dying in the past. But they're trying it again. A little bit more from uh, uh, Jonathan Turley. This country is the most successful democracy in history. It is not, it's not a democracy. Don't call the most stable democracy in history. And what these advocates have done through this blind rage is to introduce an instability that hasn't existed before. It is mm -hmm. to put us on a slippery slope. Yes. The political chaos, if we adopt this theory, that's why the Supreme Court needs to act with finality, and I hope unanimity. And smack this down and get back to how we do elections. And we haven't been doing this uh, really since about 2000. Let the people decide. Let the system work instead of trying to get rid of the, uh, 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 you know, pack the Supreme Court, uh, uh, get rid of the Electoral College and all this nonsense. Because Democrats are realizing now, after 23 years, their, uh, well, 50 years, their policies are not working. They never have. Yesterday was the anniversary. 1965 was the Great Society. Trillions of dollars invested in the Great Society. What did the Great Society do? Well, right now there are more people in poverty than were in 1965, and the black nuclear family is destroyed. And in inner cities, black murder rate is 13 times the national average, 70, 80 percent uh, kids being raised without fathers, and an abortion rate above 60 percent. How'd that work for you? Yeah. I know. All right, we're going to talk about, uh, let's see, um, the southern border and, uh, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Coming up, I've got a new, uh, a new segment on the show. It's called The uh, 
Accidental Hero of the Week. I'll explain it because you remember like uh, that uh, that uh, Delta Airlines uh, employee who told the uh, transgendered uh, female who's a dude at birth who uh, he said, oh, you're misgendering me. And, and the, the employee said, you know what? Here's the deal. We can just escort you right out of the building if you got a problem. How about that? No, I'll be fine. Yeah, so that was uh, an accidental hero. But I got another one coming up here in a second. You know the name. And I'll explain why I made him the accidental hero of the week coming up in a second. Have you ordered your emergency medical kit yet from the, uh, the wellness company? Have you done it? U.S. drug shortages hit record high, and lawmakers warn that could mean uh, life or death for millions of patients. And also, you know, just the necessary meds you need in case of an emergency, in case you get an upper respiratory infection, in case you get COVID or you're afraid of getting COVID and somebody has COVID near you and you want to start the prophylaxis of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, which were banned by the CDC and the HHS, even though they worked around the world, including Uttar Pradesh, where it wiped it out in the largest province in India. Yeah, yeah, look what they did to you. So do you think they're going to be any different this year? So the wellness companies put together this emergency medical kit with all of those things, Z-Pak, uh, amoxicillin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all of those, and all you got to do is go online and save 10%. Go to twc.health slash Carson. Do it today, okay? Uh, get it done, because you know and you can see and everybody feels things are going to be really weird. twc.health slash Carson. TWC.health slash Carson for the Wellness Company Emergency Medical Kit. Without further ado, brand new segment on the show. And now, the accidental hero of the week. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. All right, so this week's uh, hero of the week is going to be John Cleese, one of my heroes, actually, talking about how he's going to uh, leave Great Britain uh, because the press in Great Britain is a lot like ours. Uh, in the tank for the, uh, the the left. Why he's decided he's going to be boycotting Britain? So you're leaving us? Oh uh, yeah, well I'm I'm going to buzz off in in November because I've, I'm fed up with the corruption in this country and in particular with just how awful the newspapers. You don't want to come here, John. And how the way the way in which they censor news. It's a lot worse sure here. People in England don't know certain things, particularly anything critical to them. Because I don't think you can run a democracy until you have reasonably reliable information out there to help people make up their minds how they're going to... This is why nobody trusts our media either. Vote. But do you think, in one sense, though, the nice thing about this country is that people can express all sorts of opinions oh, and no, we're able to do that, which isn't true in other countries around the world? Well, it's probably not true in Russia or Myanmar or someone like that. But I, I love it when he says words like Myanmar. I, don't think you, I mean, what people don't know, for example, is that quite recently the European Broadcasting Union did a poll of 33 European countries and they asked a thousand people in each country, what's your level of trust in the printed media? And uh, England, UK, became bottom. That was the very uh, US was right down there. Not, not, not very low. Bottom. But maybe we're not very Hang on a second. See, the mainstream media doesn't understand, as my phone rings, the mainstream media doesn't understand that uh, uh, how you've suffered. The mainstream media doesn't uh, recognize the Stanford uh, uh, disinformation project and all of that. They don't understand it because they're not, uh, they're doing rip and read for the, uh, for the left and for the deep state. So they don't understand your outrage. They don't understand your doubt that's what uh, John Cleese has seen and it's happening all over the world 
But unfortunately, the worst thing about it is we got the First Amendment and our media decided to go the way of these other countries and completely tear up the First Amendment and say, fine, yeah. So there's our hero of the week, John Cleese, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Christmas just passed, but I have a really great gift idea. You can still give yourself. Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Boulding, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just signed up more than 180,000 people. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's Newsmax, spell the plus, dot com. Start your free subscription again. NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. So try it free today. All right, so coming up next hour, you can't get Prince Albert in a can, but Prince Andrew could spend 20 years there. We're going to get to that on the show. Also, uh, uh, oh, 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 nobody wants a glorified golf cart. Why the beast can't be electric? That's on the way.